Welcome to the fourth episode of the Receding Money Line, the number one vibes-based sports gambling podcast in the world. I'm Steve, and he's Pat, and this week, you don't have to be from Detroit. You don't have to have gone to Clemson, Auburn, or Missouri to be a Tiger fan, because Tiger's back at the Masters, and we're going to break it all down. Um, and thanks to the lockout that nobody really cared about, uh, we have opening day tomorrow. Um, a major sports holiday in America. And then do not fear, we will be discussing an unbelievable Final Four from Coach K's final game to my Kansas Jayhawks with the greatest comeback in college basketball history. Can't wait to get into this. It was, yeah, we, we have a lot to talk about for sure. I think that one thing the lockout did uh, – in baseball. And again, I agree that nobody really seemed to care that much until like the very end when it became maybe a question that baseball wouldn't play, but um, somebody we know would, would take off uh, the day of work opening day every single year. And they would go to the same bar in Midtown and drink mini pitchers of Bud Light all day uh, while, while watching the opening day of baseball. And for our good buddy, Charlie, I just hope that the lockout did not screw up his first day uh, at his new job opening day. And he can he can go to his bar in Midtown and enjoy all the mini pictures of Bud Light that, that his heart desires. So we've got baseball. We've got the Masters. It's uh, it's a little sad that March Madness is over, but but there's a lot going on. Absolutely. That's a great tradition. I wish I had the vacation days to waste just on purely that. The only sick day I think I've ever taken where I woke up and felt legitimately sick and did, could not go to work. It was like five or six years ago. It was two in the afternoon on that day. And Charlie texted me asking if I was watching the games. And I'm like, yeah, at home, I'm really sick. He was like, well, I'm at this bar. Like, do you want to come to the bar and like be sick at the bar and, and drink little mini pictures of Bud Light? And I was like, Absolutely, I would. So I went to, I had a little cold and I stuck it out. I don't think that would fly in today's day and age, but no, no, it's a a fun tradition. Yes. So why don't you give us a little bit? You had a big weekend. I know you were, you were in a couple brackets. You're a big Kansas fan, as you've talked about. Walk us through how you were feeling at halftime, walk us through how your brackets, how your brackets play out. Well, number one, I mean, everything worked out like it was supposed to. Uh, I won both my bets in the final four. I needed those games to happen so I could win one bracket and come in second in another. And then Kansas winning got me, you know, to actually win two brackets, even though, I didn't have Kansas winning in both of them, which is a hard. You won task. two bra- You won two brackets. I won. Oh, I won one and came in second another. And then you're gonna roll all of that those winnings into the Masters. Well, I, you know how <laughs> brackets go. I'm not gonna see these things for like three weeks. Like it's <laughs> you know, half the people that haven't paid. Yeah, you probably you um, for the one we're in together. You know that's gonna take a while. Uh, it takes, you know, our friend Mike a good week to do the math on, on how he wants to break it down. Um, you know, somehow I feel like I'm going to get less than, than I 
originally was supposed to, but but that's fine. Um, but absolutely, what a game! And it's it's good because Bell Self really needed it. And I don't know if you know this, he's gonna get like he's definitely gonna get kicked off Kansas and maybe arrested. There's like an FBI probe out for him. Remind me who Bill. Remind me who Bill Self is. <laughs> Bill Self is the head coach of Kansas. Got and it. Okay. He's a big per. He's been known to funnel money from Adidas to players allegedly, um, which I guess is still not allowed. So okay. he's very much like. That's what boosters are for now. Yeah. So he's very much in trouble. Um, so this was like a maybe this is like his swan song. So he definitely worth it. And I think it really helped because he typically runs a very like strict offense. And he just didn't do that this year. He let the players do whatever they wanted. Um, and, you know, maybe that's why they went down, um, you know, in the first half, which when they were 10 down, I hit them. I hit four and a half. Did you? Plus. Yeah. I didn't do it when they were 16 down, 16 down. but I did do it when I was 10. And I did win that one because I lost the spread to start um, the Kansas game. But uh, overall, it was great. Yeah. Remy Martin, named after an alcoholic drink, sponsored by a Toyota Camry dealership um, in Kansas. Not, how do you not have an NIL deal, deal from Remy Martin? It's your name. It's like being named yeah. Jack Daniels and being a quarterback. And you're like, oh, I'm sponsored by nobody. Well, you're sponsored by like, like, uh, seltzer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hard seltzer, like a, like a white claw. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I did pretty well this past weekend betting. Um, I had a UNC, sorry, I had, yeah, I had a UNC uh, Villanova parlay for Saturday night, which obviously didn't win because it's, it's as we've talked about at length, it's impossible to win parlays. Um, so I lost the first leg, which really took the pressure off. So I didn't, I didn't have to, to worry about the second leg. Um, but then, but then I, I did have a couple bets on, on UNC, um, to beat Duke, which was, which was just pretty awesome watching coach K, uh, saunter off the court for the last time. I mean, I know I've talked about being a Duke hater and I think it was definitely cool to be a Duke hater this year, but I mean, he's, he's definitely a fixture in college basketball and, if anything, we'll miss being able to root against him for a long time. So there was a little bit of bittersweetness uh, to watch him walk off. But honestly, I won my $5 bet. So that's literally all that matters. <laughs> like, if you have any, if you have any money on the line, that's, that is all that matters. Um, he, he, oh, came, and, he came through again for you. And uh, we were at that bar. Yes. Uh, and some of our friends had left early and they closed out part of the tab but then we were there for what felt like like eight more hours and i was the last one there and i'm like oh my god everyone left i'm literally the last one here as i'm getting the check like everyone's running out like sprinting out the door and the bartender comes over to me and he looks at the check and he's like he's like i honestly don't know what happened but today is your lucky day and for like four or five hours of drinking the bill was 24 dollars i I have no idea what happened. I don't know if somebody else like took care of it, but I know someone else got, got a big chunk of it earlier. Um, so things were, things were coming up, coming up me. Uh, That's a good win. That game. That's a good win. Yeah. And my other big win, 
which I was my pick of the week last year. What last week was uh, UConn woman final four game yes. against NC State. Huge win, huge game. My parents were texting me nonstop the entire time. Um, that was great. Paige Beckers. Uh, I also gave a so my two bets for that game were um, were with were with a buddy and uh, one what well, it was UConn plus two before the game, but I gave him UConn no points because it was like halfway through the first quarter when mm-hmm. we were texting about it. Won that and I created my own custom Paige Becker's second half over under. She had 10 points in the first half. I set the line at eight points in the second half. He took over and she had six points. So I won two bets on the UNC uh, lady, or sorry, UConn ladies. Uh, Are you going to mention the championship the game? game? No, well, I didn't bet that game. Um, and I mean, Aaliyah I, Boston. I did, didn't go well. Aaliyah Boston is an absolute menace. She is huge. She's physical, and yeah, she was she was really good. And I don't I didn't really think that UConn didn't really they seemed allergic to the to the ball, um, which is a problem. Yeah. My Ronnie O'Sullivan bet in snooker no. did not win. <laughs> no, he lost ten to nine in his match. Um, I do not know what that means. Ten to nine in snooker. So is I'm it like- over two in sports that I don't know anything about Australian football and snooker. So I'm not, I'm not going to stay away from sports. I don't know anything about, but for the next week, I might just stick with things that I've played before. There's, there's enough, there's enough here. Um, Hey, I, uh, my other bets golf, I did uh, the Valero. You might have well called the fail Um, because all my, t- all my guys, we're a mess. They started off hot. They fell apart. Um, and then one, the last guy just, he just quit. Hideki was like, yeah, I'll, I'll see you. I'll see the master. <laughs> he was like, I'm he was too like, busy. I'm at the di- I gotta, I gotta get the the dinner uh, over at the masters ready. Like this, I I'm going to lose this tournament. Don't worry about it. There was a lot of hype about that dinner menu. huh? Yeah. Well, Spieth was like, Oh, I'm, he was like this. I'm so excited. And I don't know if you, did you see the menu? I did take a look at it. I mean, it was incredible. It was, yeah, it did sound incredible. Sushi, miso, black cod, A5 Wagyu beef, which I looked up and just like, it's like just, it's it's almost white. It's like so delicious. And uh, like some Japanese strawberry shortcake situation i saw that and i was like that's just strawberry shortcake but he was like it's all japanese <laughs> steve or hideki was like i heard that steve on the receding Wonderland podcast picked me to win so i'm gonna quit and go get these strawberries for the dinner yeah i mean that's gotta be like what do you think's the best part about winning the masters the jacket or being able to go to that dinner every year um well, luckily, you don't have to choose between the, between them. <laughs> if they, I would love if they gave you the option. They're like, you can either have this jacket, or every year you can come back here and go to the dinner. But no, I'd probably, I'd probably say the dinner. I think the dinner's, I think the dinner's the best. But I do think that 
a lot of the dinners are probably total duds. Like whoever, like whoever the champion was, it's, it's 48, 72 hours before the dinner. And they're like, Oh shit. Like I gotta, I gotta figure something out. And like Dustin Johnson is doing, I don't, I don't know what DJ did, but he probably like sandwiches or something like that. He probably did cheeseburgers and sausage, peppers and onions or something delicious, right? Really good, but uh, not quite as well-rounded as, as Hideki's menu. I do like um, the one and dones that are like, that are really like they had, that was like the one tournament that they won their entire career. And they get to be there with like all the legends, like the still, like they come every year, like they, oh, they have no business being in yeah. that room and um, they just smile and eat the food. Ian Woosnam, who is not playing this year, but he's like one of the old guys who would always, would always uh, keep coming back and play. Um, there's often gets to be like in golf Twitter world, some backlash against the old guys who keep coming back probably longer than they should. I, I, don't, I don't really know why it is like, you're not going to make the cut. You're in the masters. You're not taking anybody onto spot. There's no alternates that would get a spot if you're not playing. Um, but they seem to get a lot of flack for when you're 72 years old, like Larry Mize and you're chopping it around Augusta uh, and you can barely get the ball in the green on the part three contest. Actually, Larry Mize is, is, I think won the part three contest. So I take that back. So Larry, if you're listening to the receding money line, um, I didn't mean it. Don't at me. Yeah. Yeah. But Ian Woosnam, I saw him in that picture in dinner. He looked very fat, very happy. Uh, and you probably had like four extra glasses of wine knowing that he didn't have to practice. Oh, before playing. I, everyone who says that they're just jealous because that's like the best golf weekend, like boys golf weekend. I got a great dinner. I get to play two rounds at the, you know, I'm at Augusta at Augusta. (laughs) Like I get to wear my cool green jacket. Like this is great. Oh, I had one other thing I wanted to say about um, the UNC Duke game. So I was texting my boss who, as you know, is a, a big UNC guy. And I was like, Earlier in the week, we had been talking about these uh, cool University Blue Air Max 90s that uh, came out. I I think I might have texted you about them. And I was like, before the game started, I'd had like a couple beers. You know, it was a beautiful day out. We were out drinking with our friends. And I was like, boss, I am going to buy these shoes before the game and it'll just be great vibes. Like these, this one's still great vibes for the game. He was so pumped. He was like tons of exclamation points telling me to do it. Then they win the game. I send him the screenshot of the shoes that I had purchased. And uh, I, I've never like seen somebody so excited for vibes based betting working out. And my betting this time was like, was, was with the shoes, but um I think that's a strategy that we can we can implement in the future. So the, the key is, so if you, like, let's say I'm, you know, I'm going to pick the Cleveland Guardians this week. If I yeah. get a nice, like, red, white, and blue pair of, you know, Air Jordans, then that's the only Correct. way I'm going to win that bet. Only way. Okay. All right. So then you just make the bet for however much the shoes cost, and it's free shoes. It is free shoes, but I do like the flip right. shoes, which is like, you know, my other hustle. <laughs> yeah. What, what's your best, um, what's your best flip so far? 
my best flip is the Travis Scott sixes, uh, Cactus Jack. Um, and I was able to flip those for like, it was like I bought them for 275 and I was able to sell them for like 575. So they, that was like double. So that was, that was my best. Wow. But that they, those don't happen. I mean, it's mostly $50 profits, you know, which have is you still ever lost money on shoes or you do you have a closet full of unsold shoes. I have never lost money. I've, I've made like five bucks on a pair that I definitely shouldn't have bought, but I've never, I've never been like, I, you know, th- I was wrong because there's a lot of, yeah. there's a lot of places that just tell you where to go. Like these will sell, right. these won't. Right. Right. Well, I'm excited for my UNC blue shoes. Yeah. And then all the money that I made on the game, I will lose betting on the masters. <laughs> Do you want to talk some masters picks? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so I, you, I saw your list, which is a, a lot more, it's a lot bigger than mine. Um, I, I, I was more focused on a well, couple picks. Yeah. Why don't you talk, why don't we talk strategy first? So how did you, I'll, I, I, let me tell you how I approached it. Okay. So I, this comes back to what I was talking about last week with F1 bets where I just put in too many then I don't really even know what I'm rooting for. And then like, there's no way for me to actually win money from all my bets. However, I do get to like go to the window and collect something, even though net net, I will, I will have lost money. So my strategy was I really like the, to make the cut bets because a lot of people make the cut at the masters. There's uh, 50 people make the cut at the masters and I think there's this year, there's like 74 people in the field. So two thirds of the people make two thirds of the players make the cut. Um, and you got guys like Larry Mize, uh, who's in the field. Ian Woosnam was in the field last year. You have, uh, I forgot his first name, Piat, who was the amateur. He's like, he's not going to make the cut. It's just not going to happen. Um, so I think the, the like plus odds on good players to make the cut I like that. It's a new strategy. So I went it's pretty your list. big on you those. Have, you have very little of those bets. Well, okay. No, but I went pretty big on those. And then okay. I'm going to win all of them. Okay. And and then I'm going to use that money. And I sprinkled on like eight or nine guys, small bets, like $5 bets uh, to win. So like JT, Colin Morikawa, Victor Hovland, Max Homa, Harold Varner, obviously Tiger, uh, Scotty Scheffler, Cam Smith, Sam Burns, and one of my favorites, a player making his debut. Any player who's making their Masters debut to win, plus 1,800. There are 14 total players making their Masters debut this year, including Sam Burns, who Who has won three times. He's won three times since last year's Masters. Yeah. Uh, Taylor Gooch, Harry Higgs, Harry Higgs, who flashed everybody at the Waste Management in Phoenix, um, Tom Hoagie, Harold Varner III. All, you get all of these guys. Any one of them wins plus 1,800. Felt pretty good. Um, so that was my strategy. Win $200 on Tiger making the cut. 
uh, win $21 on Bernhard Langer to make the cut at plus 150. He and dominates the champ, the, the led, what do they call it? The legends tour or the champions yeah, tour. Correct. He's the he best. Dominates it. He's the best. And use that to win $625 on Harold Varner. Um, Winning the whole thing. I also bet $30 that there wouldn't be a hole in one across all four rounds. Okay. Plus 160. And Bryson to miss the cut plus 160. You can explain so, your, your Bryson philosophy. Yeah. yeah. So there's a, there's a couple things. One, he's got a broken handmate hook in his hand. And your handmate hook, if you're holding out your left hand, palm up your handmate hook is like if you were to like draw a line down your ring finger your handmate hook is like halfway down your palm and it's some bone and it and it's important and it doesn't heal very well on its own and he's only at 80 percent and he does that he uses as everyone knows he uses all the same length clubs and augusta is all about the short game it's all about your touch shots around the green and getting the ball closed and scrambling. And I don't think that with those whack-ass clubs that he uses, he his short game is good enough to have the, have the real touch that you need to score well at Augusta. Also, he can't use his silly greens reading books anymore. So that's my Bryson to miss the didn't cut he, logic. Didn't, what did he say about that, that? He goes, oh, Augusta is like a par 67 for me. Correct. Three years ago, and then he, he proceeded to shoot like seventy four, like seventy two, and missed the cut. I mean, he will be forever cursed after that comment, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. So I have them all down. I'll post all of our bets on all of my bets on on our gram Instagram page. Oh yeah, we should the receding money line. Shout it out! Uh, New Instagram page. Uh, yeah, we're still learning how how Instagram works. Uh, so, but I we did I posted something today. Little Stevie Mac, same game parlay, Champions League. I uh, saw that. That guy not only scored one goal, he scored three goals. Oh my God. Yeah. Genius. Yeah. So I'll post all my bets for the Masters. Everyone can take a look at them. It might just be a picture of my computer screen. Okay. Um, but yeah, so that's my that's my master strategy. We'll obviously review it next week, but how, how did you approach it? Well, I'm just going to give you a heads up. After we post your list, as one by one, your your players to win miss the cut, we will be posting slideshows of them frowning. Okay. With their head in their okay. hat in their head. So, okay. Get ready for that. Um, so I'm all about the top tens. I think that consistently yeah. players that do well in Augusta do well. Like they, they're always in the picture. So I focus my my biggest bet, my my most like the one I I know is going to happen, is Dustin Johnson at plus one fifty to be in the top ten. He's done it four okay. straight years. It's it it's I'm surprised it's not you know a, a favorite. In, four straight um, years. Four straight years. So he's wow. always there. So I'm gonna I'm just gonna take that. Um, and then you know my little flex on that is is Tony Finau, your your friend. Um, who, close personal friend. <laughs> Close, close personal friend, uh, who's plus four fifty, um, and he also does well at Augusta every year. That's uh, a top ten. That's a top ten, and then I have yeah, two like winners, that. and that's just Tiger because 
he's the he's no, he's not the St. Peter's because he is the legend. He's the legend, and you want him to win. And you're everyone's gonna be wearing red on Sunday. Um, and then I have John Rahm, and yep. he also is always he's like due. He's he's very much due. And I got him at plus thirteen hundred to win, which was really good because DraftKings had like some promo and I moved it up from plus one thousand to plus thirteen hundred. So nice. took that. So then, no, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. And then I have one one more. Um, I just Rory's never going to win this. He's he's just not. He, I feel the same way. I feel the same way. But I do think he can go low. He's going to win next. He's going to win now. He's going to win now. He's going to win. He's going to so, win now. <laughs> I I bet. So I threw in. I think he can go low at any time. Same thing with Spieth can go low any time of the week. I'm probably going to throw like a a third round winner on him or something like that. So I have a first round winner on Rory at plus twenty eight hundred. So Ooh, I like that. that's a flyer. Uh, but he has. I mean, that's actually a terrible bet because I was watching um, live from the Masters on on Golf Channel. Okay, I watch it usually two to three times per night. I just like it's two hours long, and then it restarts, and I watch it again, and then and then I like fall asleep on the couch. Um, and uh, Brandel Shambly, known golf, very good golf analyst, put up a graphic of Rory's position after each round at the majors so after round one two three and four and i'm gonna make up numbers here but it was like average after round one like 60th place average after round two 40th place after round three 20th place after round four like like 12th place like he is notoriously terrible in the first round so at at plus 2800 i actually think that you got you got totally bamboozled, um, but you probably bet like two dollars on it. So yeah, but I, so I'm not too worried. But that makes a lot of sense. Um, why he's so low? But if he has a, if he, I think actually now that I'm thinking about it, the move is if he has a good first round, then yeah. you're supposed to bet him to win after his first round because we know he historically improves every round i feel like every tournament he's leading after three rounds and then or two or three rounds and then he falls apart is that not that's not the case he just in the majors he just starts so far back yeah he can't catch up that he just can't catch up so we'll be we'll we'll have a close eye on that tomorrow close eye i'm so excited i i love the masters um i love golf a lot I think that is it your favorite major. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's everyone's it's, it's, it's the only favorite major, right? It should be like, what are your favorite majors aside from the masters? I, I think that the U S open rivals it. I like, you just like carnage. I like when it's so bad. I like when the pros complain, like I, I love that. Like the rough, the rough is way too long. Like those Instagram like, videos of everyone dropping the balls. Like Kevin Nod dropping the ball in the rough and then stomping around like a, you know, petulant child. <laughs> and I understand. Like I, like we have played Beth Page Black together, and we played it at like the easiest conditions possible. And that golf and we course played it a, in the hardest conditions possible, in like fifty mile an hour winds. Yeah. Well. Yeah. But. <laughs> It, those, I mean, those courses are impossible. So, like, I just enjoy, you know, it's no Zurich Classic where the winner is 
30 under. Right. You know, I, I, right. I don't want to watch that. Um, you're right. I mean, you're not right. The Masters is the best, but <laughs> yeah. it'll be it'll be good. I mean, let's talk about let's talk let's talk Tiger for a minute here. So, Tiger Woods is playing in the Masters, which seems completely and utterly unbelievable. I remember the exact moment where I'm sitting at my desk at work and I get an ESPN uh, push notification. Tiger Woods in horrific crack car accident in LA and to go from thinking that he was literally, I, I can't even say it. Like if Tiger wasn't around anymore, Tiger died in that car accident. It, it, after the 2019 masters win to have that be the end would have felt so terrible. Then we go through a year where we're just thinking, Oh, I just want him to be happy. I just want to play. I just want to walk with his kids, which is all true. Um, and now the fact that he is getting out there and all the speculation the last couple of weeks, which really wasn't even that much. It really, it started like a week and a half ago um, to have him be out there is pretty, is, is pretty special. So we'll depth 10 uh, 32, I think is his tea time tomorrow morning. So we'll be uh, watching out for that. And Do you think he actually has a shot? I absolutely, absolutely, 100%, I, I think he has a shot. I really do. I really do. He wouldn't play if he didn't. Like I said, I've watched all of the – all of the every Tiger clip there is from Augusta this week, I've watched. Uh, his swing looks great. He was putting all of his weight on his right leg to pick up his tee today in his practice round. Um, well, yeah, he looks really up on good. Those, those details you picked up on those. I picked, I picked, I picked up on that. He looks really good. Ten thirty four tomorrow morning. So, I'm, I'm more optimistic, but I do agree with you. I think he's got like, you know, those old boxers chance, right? He always can knock someone out. He has the ability. I wouldn't say it's like, like there's players in this field who cannot win. Like they, there's no way they can win. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot of people playing really good golf right now. Like, I'm Scotty Scheffler. Like, if he, like, I think, you know, I, I don't, didn't bet on him, but I think he's got a shot. DJ's got a shot. John Ron. You think like, Scotty Scheffler is the number one player, number one ranked player in the I, world with a shot? Yes. He's, they're playing really well. Like, I, I really think he's he going to have to, like, he is. he's going to have to go through a lot of people um, to win, which he's done in the past. I mean, 2019, he did it. And, you know, so hey, bet on him. I, I'm all for it. Yeah, I mean, I think the better bet is is Tiger to make the cut at even odds. It's just he's never missed the cut, and he has a real advantage against other players when he has crowds five, six, ten deep around the green, and you're hearing the Tiger roars from everywhere. I mean, he he has the advantage in that. Um, yeah, I think I think he makes a cut. I, I'm not going to call him to win, but I think like a top 20 for Tiger would be miraculous. You know, he hasn't played a competitive round since the Masters in 2020, so um, it'd be pretty cool. I agree. We have opening day tomorrow. Oh yes, yeah. Baseball. This, the second priority opening day. Um, yeah. So Quick little baseball segment. Yeah, there's a lot of games, and this is. 
it's a classic like you can't bet on New York teams when they're home. It, it drives me nuts on the on the on the Caesars and things like that. So, but we'll figure we'll figure our way around it. Um, I'm I got I got a couple hot tips. Hot tips. Um, we're gonna start with the Cleveland Guardians, and it's it's not just because I bought a sneaker. Um, okay. I think that every time there's like a new name or expansion team, they start off quick. They always get like the first win. There's a lot of excitement. Um, Vegas hockey, Vegas hockey, the devil rays definitely did not win that game. Their first game. But um, I feel like there's always like a little, like, like the Texans, like won their first game, then like proceeded to lose everyone else. I assume Um, I'm still mad. They didn't pick the spiders. We already discussed why we like the spiders, but um, I think that that'll play into it. Um, I did figure out that Zach Granke's on the Royals now, which, Correct. Which is yeah. Little, and he's pitching, which is a little concerning, but I'm not, I'm not letting that bother me. Um, and this, yeah, this tip I heard, well, Atlanta Braves won last year. Um, so that's, that's my tip. Um, so I think they're going to beat the Reds uh, that are trying to tank already. So that's, I'm going to, that's a, that's an easy, and it's only m- minus 225. So it what did you be, take? You took money line or you, or you took, only money line. I couldn't really find the. I, I, I don't even know what the sp- like. If there was a lot of spreads out there, so I went straight money line on all the games, and then my two big underdogs, Houston Astros. Um, they're playing the Angels, and hey, okay. the Angels are all hype. This is a classic. Everyone saying how great Otani is, how great Mike Trout is. They don't have the other half of their team, so I think that that will really hold them back, um, and then. I'm going to go with the Washington Nationals plus 105 versus the Mets. Mets don't have DeGrom or Scherzer pitching in yeah. that opening game. And if you want to talk about hype, the Mets, people think the Mets are actually going to win the World Series. That's not happening. So I, I'm just, I'm going to fade. What was, of- is Stephen Cohen tweeting? Have you, have you, did you factor his tweets into your, into your analysis? I, I think that he is a re- very reactionary tweeter. Um, when he's winning, he's Twitter fingers. Um, when he's losing, he, you know, I think his, his Twitter has no indication on future performance. That's probably, that's probably true. He tweeted, um, just a reminder, Friday night's game against Washington will be broadcast on Apple TV plus for free. It will not be broadcast on SNY. Oh, really? Is yeah. he anti SNY? He, I don't know. He probably did something with, I don't know. He probably got like a, he like probably traded like new iPads for the team and gave Apple like a free game or something. I feel like he comes with a lot of baggage and I feel like SNY is a very like crappy television network. So he's just like, I just not going to work with you. Like Steve Cohen's gonna spend a ton of money and make your team really good, but he's also gonna just be in the news a lot. Like you're gonna have to deal with Steve Cohen being in the news all the time. Yeah. Which, you know, for the Mets, they they will do literally anything, literally anything to to win. So I, I think that's that's. Uh, I mean, the last owner absolutely fair got trade. fleeced in the Bernie Madoff Ponzi scheme, so they had no like they didn't have any money. <laughs> they lost like that really happened. <laughs> And what's the I mean, oh man? Who's the player who has the the, the thirty year Bobby, Bobby Bonilla? Bobby Bonilla day, yeah. 
Yeah. It's like a million. It's like a little over a million bucks. Every year until like two, every 20, year. 2025 or something like that. Yeah. That's, that's really, that's awesome. Well, I don't have any baseball bets, um, but luckily there is 156 games this year. So uh, <laughs> once, once we get through NHL playoffs yeah. and the NBA playoffs, then we'll only have baseball to talk about. And all of our loyal listeners will be, will be beat over the head with uh, Royals Rays games in July um, where Granky is starting and the Royals are minus 300 favorites. And we're like, this is the game. This is the best bet of the week. And then they like pull Granky in the sixth inning and go with like four closers and lose the game. I think we can do like, if we focus on like Sunday night baseball, because at least that game's going to be on television versus like, you know, I, you know, Cleveland guardians, right. There's no way I can watch that game. Like I think, and are they even streaming? Are they, do they have streaming for these things now? Um, no, the MLB uh, television structure is so messed up. And that's one of the problems is you can't really watch the games you want to watch, but we should have a summer long you versus I receding money line Sunday night baseball competition. We'll do that. We'll do that. So we don't, we're not betting on literally every game. Yeah. And we, we go, we'll, we'll work out the details, but we'll bet on uh, our, our main bet of the week will be Sunday night, Sunday night baseball on ESPN. And that's how we'll keep ourselves like totally somewhat invested in baseball. Yeah. Um, I did have a hockey bet last night where I bet on the Bruins uh, against the Red Wings. The Bruins were minus 210 favorites. And I'm a, you know, a Boston fan, so I bet the Bruins. Uh, they went up 2-0 really quickly in the first period. Yeah. I promptly uh, put on a movie and didn't think about the game at all. And then I get an alert on my phone. Bruins lost 5-3. to three. <laughs> And that just goes to show that you need to pay attention. You need to, you need to be emotional. You need to be present. You need to be emotionally present uh, to send all of the good karma towards your good energy towards the team that you bet on. Yeah. When you turn off the shoes, like the shoes, when you turn off a game that you've like, Oh, I've won this already. Bad, um, bad, bad. That's not, that, that never works. Hockey is, Hockey, you look at like I know you bet on records a lot too. Like you do, a, you you take a look at it. I and do. You're like, oh, this team's like ten games over five hundred, and this team's ten games under five hundred. Should have checked. I should have texted JT. <laughs> and their odds are like not that crazy. Like you'd be like, oh, like I obviously will bet on the favorite tonight. Like they're gonna win, and it's like minus two hundred. And then every time I do that, they don't like they lose. Like and, and <laughs> I had a parlay this weekend, and it was it was three hockey favorites, and they all lost. Like it was <laughs> like it was not even close. I was like, how does this happen? And these and they're always and I, and I always feel like you're right. They always like start off hot, like you're like, they're up, and then goals get scored so quickly in hockey. And, and the puck line is way too intimidating because it's confusing. The, fa- the favorites are always like. Minus one, one and a half, or like, yeah, like they're like big minus one and a half, 
plus 145 or something. I'm like, I, this is a lot. Like I'm not having quite reached, having quite reached this level of hockey knowledge um, where I can, where I can really participate. So do you have any, what do you, so do you have any futures on the NBA playoffs or anything like that? Or you haven't touched that? No, I haven't touched the NBA uh, at all um, or hockey, really. I think that'll be a good project for this, for this weekend as I'm watching the Masters. Just kind of dip your toe like, in, dip my toe in, spray some NBA futures bets. LeBron's out of the playoffs. That's like, uh, like who cares, right? I, I mean, I don't know who cares. Uh, I think the NBA, people care. I mean, the NBA cares. The NBA cares, but uh, when you number win, one what player. do they win? They're going to win, what, 32 games this year? 30, 31, 30, well, yeah, 31 games or something? They didn't play so, well. Did I ever so, tell you Erica was – We stopped caring about, about them being in the playoffs like a month ago, I feel like. like. Everyone has come to terms with them not being in the playoffs. It's been the number one story for a while, and they literally blamed it all on Russell Westbrook, which is I, – I, I mean, it, the, the way that people have escaped blame in this whole thing has been amazing. Uh, but Erica once was, was working from home – my, my wife and and she um she had espn on because i'd left it on from the night before um and just on the background so i get a text in the middle of the day and she goes who is this yanni guy and i'm i'm like <laughs> i was like who who was yanni like i i also don't know they're like and do you think and she goes text back and do you think he's better than lebron <laughs> so i was like oh 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 Giannis, the the greek freak because uh, I'm not attempting that last name. Um, and Tenen and Kupo. And Tenen Kupo. And, he, and she's like, this, he seems great. Like, he's he's always smiling. He scores a lot of points. He's always dunking the ball. It's like, I, yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah, he's not, yeah, he's he's really not complaining. Good. He doesn't – he has no controversy at all. Yeah. I like guys who smile a lot, and that is why I'm calling it right now. It just struck me when you when you told it. It just struck me. I already have this in Victor Hovland plus twenty two hundred to win the Masters. All he does is smile. He has a great he, smile. He just smiles and he walks around and he's happy. And I watched his interview yesterday, his press conference, and he was like, "I got nothing to complain about. Life is great. I'm at the Masters." So I think uh, we're in for a great weekend of golf. Everybody just root for Tiger and Bernhard Langer to make the cut. And we will be in great shape. You'll be seeing me dancing around. In, this podcast in green shoes. Week. In green shoes next week. In green shoes. And if Bryson misses the cut, that's good too. Yeah, for the soul. Yeah. So I think uh, March Madness is over. The Masters is starting. Baseball is starting. We got a lot to look forward to for this summer with our Sunday night baseball uh, uh, betting competition that we're going to keep track of. And it's never, it's never a dull moment with legal sports betting. There's always, there's always something to do. And with that, the fourth episode of the receding money line will come to a close. We'll talk to you guys next week. We'll recap all uh, currently 15, but probably will be 20, seven bets on the masters by the end of the night and yeah we'll do some first week of baseball also
Yeah, nothing. No, you you're the outro. <laughs>